Father, we give you praise, Lord. Father, we give you praise, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we glorify you. Yes, Lord. Lord, we worship you. Yes, Father. Father, we thank you at this hour, God. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the grace and the privilege that you've given unto us, O oh God. Yes, Lord. Lord, once again, we can be in your presence, O oh Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that you've granted each one of us, Lord, tonight and even this hour, this afternoon, Lord. Yes. That, Father, we can gather to worship you, O oh God. Yes. How we pray for your Holy Spirit, Lord, even as we begin this uh, session, God. We pray for the move of your Spirit, Lord, that you will teach us more of you, O oh God. That you will, you will move mightily in our lives, O oh God. Even as we worship you tonight, and even as we worship you this afternoon in Jesus' name. Amen. How we pray that you may have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. We welcome you to come and reign in Jesus' mighty name. Reign in our lives, reign in our hearts, O oh God. For you are worthy and you deserve all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Father, we worship you. Great and mighty are you, Jesus, glory to the love of God. Great and mighty are you, Jesus, glory to the love of God. Lord, we lift our hands in worship. We magnify your holy and mighty are you, Jesus, glory to the love of God. Lord, we lift our hands in worship, we magnify your heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory God, great and mighty, great and mighty are you, Jesus, glory to the love of God. Lord, we bow, Lord, we bow our hearts in 
worship, we magnify your holy name. Hallelujah, 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 glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, 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 glory to the Lamb of God. We bow down and worship you. We bow down and worship you, worship you, oh, worship you. I bow down and worship you. Yes, Lord, I bow down and worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord, I worship you, Jesus, the King of Kings, Jesus, the King of Kings, yes, you are the King of Kings, Jesus, the King of Kings, worship you, worship you. Oh, worship me. We bow down, Lord. We bow down and worship you, Lord. We bow down, Lord. We bow down and worship you, oh. Worship you. Oh, worship you, worship you, worship you. Oh, worship you. Yes, Lord, Jesus, the King of Kings. Jesus, the King of Kings, worship you, worship you. Lord, I worship you. I bow down, Lord. I bow down and worship you. I bow down and bow down and worship you, Lord. I worship you. Lord, I worship you. Bow before your throne, worship at your feet, bow before your throne, you're the glorious God, bow before your throne, worship at your feet, I bow before your throne. You're the glorious. Somebody worship him and tell me, I bow before your throne. 
Yes, Lord. Worship at your feet. We bow before your throne. You're the glorious God. We bow, we bow before your throne. Worship at your feet. We bow before your throne. You're the glorious we bow low, we bow before your throne. Worship at your feet. We bow before your throne. You're the glorious. We bow before, we bow before your throne. Worship at your feet. We bow before your throne. You're the glorious God. Oh, oh. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Somebody help me sing, you are God. You are God. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Father, you are God, we sing. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Oh. You've got time and seasons in your head. Oh. You made the light out from darkness. Oh, you don't need a man to be the God you are. Oh, yes, Lord, for you have chosen to call me your own. Yes, Lord, you've got times and seasons in your head oh you call the light out from darkness you don't need a man to be the god you are for you have chosen to call me your own Hey, you are God, we sing. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Oh, you are God, we sing. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, you are God. 
that is Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> he's our number two. And then we have Victor, who is not with us. He's in New York. Uh, he works for the military. Also. So yeah, we thank God. I, I like to say all and to submit to all of us every now and then, whenever we have this gathering, it is not about us. It is not about the children. It's about Jesus. Amen. And I will always start by introducing all of us or reintroducing all of us to Jesus. Amen. Remember, Jesus is no longer a baby and Jesus is no longer on the cross. Jesus is alive. Jesus is risen. Jesus is, is, is both Lord and Christ. Amen. And more than anything, he is still saving people. Amen. In all parts of the world, whether it is Africa, whether it is it, it, it's, it's this United States, it is everywhere. Jesus still saves. And it doesn't matter how controversial the name of Jesus is. When you mention it, I know especially in this country, when you mention the name of Jesus, it is very controversial. But that is a name that is above all other names. Amen. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee will bow of yes, things sir. in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. As we exposit your word, I pray that you open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts, and open our beings to not only be receptive, but also be responsive to your word, oh God. And so I pray that you guide our conversation this morning. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, I'm going to preach a very simple message that the Lord gave me uh, during the week when I was in prayer. It's about obeying the calling of God. When Pastor Njeru told me I'm going to share, and then I, I went to prayer and I was asking God, what do I share? And what, what should our children hear? And what should our parents hear? <laughs> so, so this the word of God does not discriminate age. So this That's message right. is for the children as much as it is for the parents. Uh, right. And so uh, we are going to, to re start reading. The main theme or uh, the main scripture is Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. And I will ask Amani to read for us. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 through 19. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon and called Peter and Andrew, his brothers casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, follow me, for I will make you fishers of men. Hallelujah. That is powerful. That is the crux, or that is the core, or that is the sum total of the calling of God. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Let's break this word and see what, what it actually says. That Jesus was walking along. This was the time he was just beginning his ministry. He had just finished 40 days in the wilderness, having been tempted by the, by the Satan, uh, who is called the devil. And he came out victorious. Thank you, Shadrach and Mercy, for joining us. Uh, I know Shadrach and Mercy. We were together in Mombasa many years ago. I, I'm so glad to see you here. And, and Thanks for joining us. So, so Jesus simply looked at, 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 at Simon Peter and his brother Andrew, and he told them this very simple statement, follow me yes, and sir. I will make you 
fishers of men. Amen. So here is what I want to say, and I want to submit it to us that the calling of God, number one, it is intentional. God calling is deliberate. Yes. It, it is done with a purpose. That's so right. God's calling is intentional. Number two, Amen. God's calling is exceptional. Hallelujah. In other words, it is unique. It is not usual. It is something phenomenal that, that we have been called to serve him. It is phenomenal. People serve tables. Politicians serve men. Some even serve their stomachs. But serving God, the calling to serve God is not just intentional. It is exceptional. Hallelujah. And the third thing, the calling of God is personal. Hallelujah. It's unique to you is unique to him, to me. Yes, we serve together in family levels. We serve together as a family. But when God saved each one of saved us, he saved each one of us individually. That's right. So the calling of God is not just intentional. Mm -hmm. Not only it is, is it exceptional, it is also personal. Amen. And number four, the calling of God is transformational. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It is transformational. It means it is complete. The word transformation means complete and a complete change, or in other words, radical change that turns to the positive. So I want us to remember our children and all parents that are here that God's calling is intentional, yes. it is exceptional, it is personal. And it is transformational. Amen. Now, let's go back to that scripture again. And I will ask Amani again to read it for us. Amani, are you there? Read it for us again. Yes. Matthew 4, verse 18 to 19. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Let's not forget that. He told them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Number one, let's break that statement, follow me. That is call unto salvation. Amen. So when, when, when we, the calling of God, the first level of the calling of God is accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is call unto salvation. And I will ask Ethan to read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. For it is by grace you have yes. been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Hallelujah, that's powerful. <laughs> Sometimes we walk with God for many years until we think that, it's, that getting saved, we did God a privilege. No, 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 no. The converse is true. We yeah. have been saved by grace. Amen. That nobody should boast. And it is by faith in Christ Jesus. Yes. You, there, can never be there can never be salvation without Jesus. Amen. Let me repeat that again. Yes, sir. There can never be salvation without Jesus. That's right. And that is why they said, uh, Peter said, there is no, Acts 4.12, there is no other name for which man has given by which he should be saved, except the name of Jesus. Yes. 
the, the call to salvation begins by us accepting Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. Amen. That, is the, that is the first level of the calling of God. Benjamin, read for us Acts chapter 16, 30 and 31. Then he brought them out and out. Thursday, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved, along with everyone in your household. Hallelujah. Amen. This was a time when, when, when Paul and Silas were thrown into jail. And at midnight, while they are praising God, something powerful happens in the jail. Suddenly, there was an earthquake, and the doors and, and, the, and the chains of the prisoners fell, and the doors of the prison threw, uh, flew open. And, 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 and then um, the jailer woke up, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. He drew a sword to kill himself. But Paul is telling him, no, 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 no. Do not harm yourself. We are all here. Yes. And that man went shaking to Paul and Silas and he asked the greatest question that has ever been asked in the history of mankind. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Hallelujah. Amen. What can I do to get salvation? And here the, here, here the answer Paul gives him. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's there right. Can, I want to, I cannot overemphasize that there can never be salvation without Amen. Jesus. That's it right. It starts by believing in Jesus. And Paul right, and Silas were very categorical. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you and your household, you will be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Amani, can you read for us the scripture again? Matthew 4, 18 and 19. I, I want us not to forget that scripture. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, follow me, for I will make you fishers of men. Hallelujah. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. We have just looked at the first level of God's calling, follow me, That's which right. is call unto salvation. Let's, let's look at the second portion, I will make you. That is call unto sanctification. Amen. I'm going to repeat again. Follow me, call unto salvation. I will make you call unto sanctification. We have, God has not just called us for salvation. He has called us to be sanctified. The second level of God's calling is what we call sanctification. Hey. What is the meaning of sanctification? I went to Google and I typed the word meaning of sanctification and I got three meanings. Mm -hmm. Number one, the action of making or declaring something holy. That's powerful. Hey. Number two, the action or process of being freed from sin or purified. Then number three, the action of causing something that seemed to be unacceptable to be morally right and acceptable. Amen. At the core of it, it is an action or a process 
where somebody has to declare you not guilty regardless of your past, regardless Amen. of the things you did. There is only one person who can do that. There is only one person who gave his life as a sacrifice and his blood to be able to declare me who was a sinner, not guilty, and wiping away my sins and your sins, the man Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Call unto sanctification. That's right. What does, what does, what does I will make you mean? Once we are saved, God begins to make us. Hallelujah. God begins to shape us. God begins to remove bad habits, bad behavior, bad values, bad practices, bad company. God begins to isolate us from them and separate us as vessels which are holy before him. God begins to make us. And what happens when when you are using clay to make a vessel? Sometimes the clay, sometimes you make a vessel and it, it turns out not good. It is crooked. Sometimes it is broken. Sometimes it is, it is mad. And what happens? Jeremiah 18 verse 1 says, And the word of the Lord came to me, that is Jeremiah speaking, and told me, Arise and go down to the, to the house of the porter, and I will speak to you while you are there. Mm-hmm. And when Jeremiah arised and went down to the home of the porter, uh, he found the porter making a vessel. Amen. And the Bible says, and the vessel was mad. In, in other words, the vessel got destroyed in the porter's hand. And the porter made it again another. Amen. Now, let's explore that sentence. How can the porter make it again and Another, you cannot use it again and use another in the same sentence, but that is what the Bible uses. Here is because here is why. Because when the process of sanctification, all God is doing is changing you into another person. It is you, yet it is not you. Amen. Let me let me say it plainly: it is I, but not I. It is Christ that is living in me. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because God is working sanctification in our lives. That's right. It is, it is, it is, it is the same as, as, as what this, these people declared. Um, uh, uh, Daniel uh, leading the three, the other three Hebrew young men together. Um, uh, yes, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Of course, we know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Into saying, we are not going to defile ourselves with the king's food, but we are going to remain holy. Why? Because they have been called to sanctification. Amen. Our children, once we receive Jesus, God begins to sanctify us. He makes us, he transforms us for his own glory. And I want uh, several people to read several scriptures. Uh, Larry. Read 2 Timothy 2, 19 and 21. Um, Dylan will read 1 Thessalonians 5, 22 and 23. Graylon will read Galatians 2, 19 to 20. And Carlton will read 1 Corinthians 6, 
10 to 11 in that order. Okay. Let's start with Larry. Okay, thank you. Uh, so for 2 Timothy 2, 19 to 21, <clears throat> it says, Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, for some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and used for the master, prepared for every good work. Powerful. Amen. Powerful. That the foundation of the Lord stands firm and it has this one inscription. God knows those who are is. And anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord must depart from iniquity. Because in a great house, there are many vessels. Some are for gold. Some are made of silver. Some are made of wood. Others are made for, for clay, of clay. Some are used for noble purposes. Others are used for ignoble purposes. But the Bible says, if a person purges himself from the latter, if a person sanctifies himself from ignoble use, from uses which are not good, then God begins to use him as a vessel or her as a vessel of honor. Amen. When we are, when we are going through the process of sanctification, we got to ask God to help us to remove anything in us that yes, does sir. not glorify him yes, and sir. uses us as vessels of honor. Read First Thessalonians, Dylan. First Thessalonians 5, 22 to 23. Reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Reject Amen. every evil. Let the Lord sanctify you through and through even as you wait for the coming of Jesus. Amen. The call unto sanctification is a call that never ends. It continues until Jesus comes. Amen. We continue the process of sanctification, being made holy, being made right. Why? Because we live in a world that is full of sin and filth and every that thing. And that is why we go to always ask God, sanctify us, melt us, mold us into vessels that are pleasing to you. Sanctify us. Paul says very clearly, may the Lord God sanctify us through and through so that when Amen. Christ comes, he may present us to him holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Braylon? Galatians 2, 19 to 20. It says, For through the law I have died to the law so that I, so that I might live for God, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Hallelujah. The life, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Graylon. That's powerful. Amen. That's powerful that I have died to law. The law in itself is good, but without Jesus, the law is useless. And so I have died to the law and I have been crucified with Christ 
and I am, I am preparing myself to live as Christ wants me to live. That Amen. is the core of sanctification, allowing Jesus to live in us. And that is why I say it, people look at you, is this the same person? Yes, it is me, yet it is not me. Why? Because it is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. The core of sanctification is Jesus living and working in our lives and in our hearts. Praise Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, Carlton, can you read for us First uh, Corinthians 6, 10 to 11, please? Nor thieves, nor the greedy, non-drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of God. Amen. Ha hallelujah. Just see all these scriptures. There is none that does not mention Jesus. Why? Amen. Because Jesus is the epitome of Amen. sanctification. No, 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 no. Let me say it well. Jesus is sanctification personified. Hallelujah. Amen. And without him, we cannot be able to meet that threshold of God. Many times I spend, uh, when I finish my day, I go down on my knees, cry to God and tell God, God, help me to be like Jesus. Help me, Lord. That if there, is, there be anything that I have done or seen or said, <sighs> blot it out from me and Jesus may reign in me and Jesus may sanctify me. So okay. Jesus is the epitome of sanctification. Hallelujah. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I will make you, follow me, call unto salvation. I will make you fishers. Uh, I will make you Call unto sanctification. Read it again, Amani, if you are there. Matthew 4, verse 18 and 19. And Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, follow me, for I will make you fishers. Hallelujah. Again, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men let's recap again follow me is call unto salvation i will make you is call unto salvation and unto, unto sanctification so if follow me is call unto salvation and i will make you is call unto sanctification fishers of men is call unto service hallelujah amen so god has not just called us to salvation, neither has he only called us to sanctification. God has called us to go to another level of his calling, which is service. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Service is the ultimate level of God's calling. And I want to submit it to us, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, boys and girls. I want to submit it to us. That we cannot reach the level of call of, of service if we are not saved. And we cannot reach that level of service if we are not sanctified. Yes, we may serve, but the service is, you may be saved, but if you are not sanctified, the service will not be effective. 
And that is why sanctification is critical in to push us and to push us to the level of service. Amen. Service is simply the action of pro or process of helping or doing the work of someone. That is, that is, that is, that is textbook definition of service. But the biblical definition of service, I will say it plain, plain and simple, being used by God to be a benefit to others. Amen. There cannot be service without use. Hallelujah. Biblically speaking. So that at the core of it, service means we allow God. We have been sanctified. We have been made vessels now, which are ready for use placed in the hands of God, and God is able to release us. Let's read Matthew chapter 23, verse 10 and 11. Sam, read that for us. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have instructed the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. Amen. Read it again, please. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. Hallelujah. None of you should be called a master at the, at the greatest. The one who wants to be the greatest should be a servant. Let me, let me say it, and let me say it with a lot of humility. That the route to greatness is packaged in service. Amen. I want to repeat that again. The route to greatness is packaged in service. Service is the highway to make us great. Nobody has ever made it to greatness without having the concept of service or without having been a servant. We have had servant leadership. Jesus was simply telling the disciples and a lot of times there are arguments among them, who is the greatest. And Jesus always told them, the one who has to be the greatest has to serve. That is call unto salvation. Anna, can you read for us Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 13? It says, be sure your love is true. Hate what is sinful. Hold on to whatever is good. Love each other as Christian brothers. Show respect for each other. Do not be lazy, but always work hard. Work for the Lord with a heart full of love for him. Be happy in your hope. Do not give up when trouble comes. Do not let anything stop you from praying. Share what you have with Christian brothers who are in need. Give meals and a place to stay to those who need it. Amen. Amen. That is all about service. Sharing with one another. Loving one another. Being kind to one another. Being good to each other. That is, that is the core of service. And God, God's intention is for us not only to serve him, but also to serve one another. And not only to serve one another, but even to serve the unservable. Because there are so many yes. unservable people out there. But God's intention is that for us to reach that ultimate level of calling, we got to serve and to serve well. Service is the core of God's calling. Let's look at Mark 10, 44 to 45. 
Adiel or Adiel, can you read for us? And whoever of you desires to be the first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Hallelujah. This scripture is simply telling us to learn from Jesus. That Jesus did not come to, to be served, he came to serve others. And Jesus is the epitome of service. Not only is he the epitome of sanctification, he is also the ultimate servant. Yet, he is Lord and he is Christ. Why don't we emulate him? And I want to encourage us, let's serve one another. Even as we grow, let's serve each other. Hallelujah. Whoever wishes to be last and most important must be slave, must be servant. In other words, and I'm going to repeat it again, for us to be great, we must first be servants. Hallelujah. So as I finalize, I want to request Amani to read for us again. Verse 19 only this time. And Jesus said unto them, I will follow me for I will make you fishers of men. Thank you, Amani. And thank you for, for reading continuously. I'm, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So f- Jesus simply told them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, call unto, call unto salvation. I will make you call unto sanctification, fishers of men, call unto service. When you have time, because of our time is gone, make sure you reread, you, read, you reread all these scriptures again, but with emphasis on 2 Timothy again, 19. Uh, 2, 19 to 21. But here is the takeaway. Remember, I started by saying God's call is intentional. God's call is exceptional. God's call is personal. And God's call is transformational. Here is, 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 is the takeaway. I know the question is, then who does God use? Who does God use? Some people say, like Moses, I'm not eloquent. Who does God use then? Here is the takeaway. God uses ordinary people, normal people. Just as you are, God uses you. Um, um, I want somebody to read very quickly Acts chapter 4, verse 12 and 13, with emphasis on verse 13. Anybody who can quickly get it and read it for me, I'll appreciate. Yeah. Salvation is found in no one else. But there's no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. That's powerful. <laughs> and when they saw Peter and John and realized that these people were unschooled, people who had not even gone to any school of law or any school of Bible, and they were just ordinary men. They took note, they were astonished and took note these people had been with Jesus. God, one takeaway, God calls ordinary, God uses ordinary people. The Amen. second, God uses optimistic people. Uh, Philippians chapter four, verse 12 to 13, and verse, with emphasis on verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. People who are optimistic, people who don't, who don't look at negatives, people who look at positive, say, if God is the one giving me strength, I can do all things. God does not only use ordinary people, 
God uses optimistic people. Number three, God uses open-minded people. Somebody can read Mark 4, 22 to 25 very quickly. Mark 4, 22 to 25. 22 to 25. Mm -hmm. No, 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 Mark 4, not Matthew. Mark 4. For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret, but that it should be revealed. And if any, and if any man have ears to hear, let them hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye might shall it be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall be more forgiven. Amen. That is, that is just to say, um, let us be open-minded people. Just being open-minded be, means being ready to accept and embrace the root, I, I mean, the, the truth of the word of God. People who are close-minded only rely on the truth which they have created. And that is why we have a lot of conspiracy theories in this country today. But the, the real truth is Jesus and it's the word of God. And so we get open-minded and as we walk the scripture, God begins to use us. God does not just use ordinary people or optimistic people. He uses open-minded people. And finally, God uses obedient people. When you have time, read Acts chapter 5, verse 28 to 29. God uses obedient people. I will end there. May God bless you. Thank you. And let us be people who are obedient and, and, and ready for to serve uh, by obeying the calling of God. God bless you in Jesus' name. Wow, what a word. Thank you and thank you again, Pastor Gutu. Wow, that was a lot to digest, a lot to think about it, and also a lot to pray that those nuggets may be manifested in our life. On behalf of Living Effectively, I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you for taking your time to prepare and to be a blessing to each and every one of us. Now, children, in order to know whether you are paying attention, now we are getting over to that moment of Kahoot. I hope you are writing those notes down because in the next one minute, we'll be there. I looked around, I, didn't, I see nobody has sent me any message or, or prayer request. So, Pastor, I'll request you if you can close with a word of prayer before we go to Kahoot, please. Let's pray together. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you because you are the God who calls. Yes. You are the God who saves. You are the God who sanctifies. And you are the God who sends out to serve. I pray that, oh God, young as we are or old as we are, for those of us who are old, you we will still be obedient to your calling in Jesus' name. I pray that you help us to navigate this life of faith by being always obedient to you and by serving your purposes and letting you lead the way. I pray that this word will be able to bear fruits in the lives of everybody and especially our children who have had it today. That one day when God uses them as great men and women of God in their generation, yes, they will remember this day that this is the day that we had that God uses anyone who is ready. We love you and we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor.
Now we are getting over to the Kahoot. Okay. Over to you, okay. Laurie. Announcements. Okay. Oh, there's announcement, yeah. Nyangura, okay. an announcement? Okay. Thank you so much for joining Living Effectively. We'll have Youth Collab Corner from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. The topic will be navigating different relationship in youth today. Our guest speaker will be Grace Ghana. Please make sure to log in in time. September, September there will be an Agape Fellowship Conference. More details to follow. We meet every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. We have Morning Glory every Wednesday from 6.30 a.m. to 7. Thank you. Thank you so much. So today we are meeting at 4 p.m. So you have had that youth. May God bless you. Thank you so much, Nyambura, for the announcement. Now over to the Kahoot. Okay, okay. So um, if everybody could uh, go to Kahoot and sign in. We're going to do teams today. So each family, everybody can get your team and then join in. And for anybody who wants the, the game pin, it's 47-529. Okay, we got our first team. So <laughs> the winners. <laughs> uh, the second team, we got Anna as the third team. It's a good way to stay positive. <laughs> One more minute for everybody to join in and get situated, then we can start. Again, the game pin is 47 and then 529. And if you want to join, you can use the Kahoot app or the website kahoot.a. I think we can start. We got five different families, unless is there anybody else? Okay. And if you, you can still join while we're while we're in the middle of it. Okay, so the first question 
is going to be a four answer question. What job did Simon, Peter, and Andrew do for a living? Red is going to be fisherman, uh, tax collector, were they soldiers or were they painters? Okay, everybody got it right. We have Anna in first. Okay. Okay, number two, a true or false question. God's calling for us is exceptionally phenomenal, personal, and transformational. True or false? Okay, everybody got it correct again. It's just about speed. Oh, okay, the Carol fam and the Waiguru fam moved up, and Anna is still holding her place. Question number three. Can your teacher forgive your sins? True or false? Okay, everybody got it right again. Again, it's just about speed. Why Guru Fam has the highest answer streak of three questions in a row, and Anna is still in the top. Question number four What do you need to receive salvation? Do you need Jesus Christ, our work and deeds? Do you need to get a black belt in karate or in Israel? Okay, everybody got it correct. It was Jesus Christ. And the white group fam took first place. And the team winners has the highest ancestry of four. Question number five. Without Jesus, we can be sanctified. True or false? so one person didn't get it right but four people got it correct and everybody held their places and the white group fam has a streak with five correct answers in a row question number six the process of sanctification changes yourself to be more like jesus Okay, everybody got it correct. Oh, the winners, they're going up. And the Carol fam went up to second place. And the Waiguru fam has still this streak of six correct answers in a row. So no answers wrong so far. What is the ultimate level of God's calling? One, would it be service, prayer, or sanctification? Mixed answers. You have to pay attention. Remember, he said service is the highest calling. And wow, Anna went all the way to first place and the winners went all the way to second place with the answer streak of seven correct answers in a row. Can anyone become a vessel of honor and become useful for the master or Jesus or God? Yes or no? Yes, everybody got that correct. And with three in the row, you guys are back in the game. And Anna is still holding up her first place. For us to be great, we have to serve. True or false? Four people have answered. 
Okay, four people got it correct. One person got it wrong. And Okara fam and and I'm I don't know how to say it, but Nihias have went up, and Anna has a streak with nine correct answers in a row. Having a heart filled with God's love is the core of service. True or false? Everybody got it correct. And the Okero fam is making a comeback with three correct answers in a row. Okay, question 11. What is the requirement to receive God's calling? Is it your heart? your money, or your house. Ah, everybody got it correct. And ooh, you guys went up, and the winners have the highest streak of 11 questions in a row. Now for the last question, will you serve others and listen to God's calling today? Yes or no? Okay, that's at least good. Everybody, everybody says yes. Okay, so for third place, we have it's you have the winner. And for third place, we have good job, the winners. Great job, everybody. Good job. That was outstanding job. Thank you so much, children, for paying attention. For sure, you guys who are listening to what Pastor was doing, and that is really encouraging. We continue to take the notes, and may God continue to bless you the rest of your life. Shall we all share together goodness and mercy, and surely? Good job. God bless you. We love you. We value you. Let's be And remember, Jesus is Lord. Hey. All right, bye everybody. Bye everyone. Bye everybody. Bye. Love you.